Hello everybody, this is Ryan Roy with the Be The Dad You Wish You Had podcast, author of Be The Dad You Wish You Had 40 Powerful Lessons Become a Powerful Dad. And today I want to talk about uh, my son's first sleepover and creating boundaries for those other kids that were at the house. So let's get into it. Um, it was my son's seventh birthday and uh, one of the things he wanted instead of a party is he wanted to have a sleepover with a couple of his friends because it was the first time for not only him but for my wife and I we decided to limit that to just two of his closest friends and uh, communicated with their parents uh, they were super excited to get a, a, a reprieve or some time off from their kids uh, we set it up, we invited them over, we had a couple of hors d'oeuvres and things for the, the moms to feel comfortable uh, leaving their kids with us. And I said to the moms, as I was at the table, as I was kind of in charge of the boys for the night, I said, ladies, do I need to create some rules for the house? And they said, it's your house, they're your rules, they're your kids for the night. And so as they left, I went into the playroom where the three boys were sitting there having a good time and I said, boys, do we need to create some rules for tonight? And one of the kids, uh, one of my son's best friends, looks and he says, no rules tonight. And I laughed and I chuckled and, and, I, and I'll touch on this later on. And I said, that's perfect. I could handle no rules as long as you boys know how to behave. We don't need any rules if you boys obey and behave a certain way. So I'm with the no rules option. And they kind of went on and started to play. I did remind them in that moment, though, that it was my house. And just remember that. In my mind, I'm saying just remember that because if I need to implement a rule, I will. So as you can imagine, three boys in a scenario where they're in for the first time, they're staying over somebody else's house, they're super excited to be around each other outside of school, outside of a birthday party, uh, my son obviously in his environment, his friends being in his environment, them playing with new toys, him getting to share his toys with his friends. Um, we had plans for movie, we had plans for, we ordered some pizza, we had plans for brownies and cake. We had uh, plans to set up a tent in one of the rooms instead of being in a bedroom, like they were camping out. So the boys were super excited about the night. And through this excitement and through them having a lot of fun, what happens? Uh, boys tend to get caught up in what they're doing and they don't necessarily listen well. So as I asked them to do something, I don't recall what it was at the time, but I got completely ignored, which I'm not used to is because there's rules and boundaries in our house and my son's a pretty good listener and we could talk about that in another podcast and how to develop those listening skills. But as I started sharing with them what it is that I needed from them, they ignored me once again. So that's when I sat down and I said, gentlemen, let's gather up. It looks like it's time to, to implement a rule. And I told them, there's only going to be one rule tonight. And this will be the only rule that I implement. So I said to them, and I said to my son, I should only have to say things. And I looked at my son and I said, how many times? And he says, once 
I said, boys, that's the rule. I should have to say things one time. And then I said, how many times do I have to say it? And then they all said once. So the rest of the night, whenever I was about to ask or have a request for them, I would state, I would say, hey guys, what is the rule for tonight? How many times should I have to say something? And they'd say once. I was like, great, it's time to go brush your teeth. And they would all file into the bathroom and get their toothbrush and toothpaste and do what they needed to do. And they brushed their teeth. Guys, how many times am I supposed to say something once? Fantastic. Let's gather around for the movie. And we created a boundary or a standard or a rule, whatever way you want to look at it, uh, for them to follow. And then they had clarity as to what to do. This is a very simple process, right? But are we taking the time to listen? Now, I want to go back because I said one of his friends said there's no rules tonight. Most parents, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, when I said that and the little one said that, Many of you probably thought to yourself, wow, that kid just basically put yourself in, put you in your place in your own home. See, I see it as creating respect for him and what he desired in my home. You gotta re remember, I'm dealing with seven-year-olds here. I want them to feel comfortable in my home. So if I were to come at them hard right off the bat when I wanna create a rule or a boundary, and I say, no, this is how it's going to be. There's resistance. But because I respected him and what I didn't share is later on, uh, my son and his other friend were playing a video game. And this particular friend that said there were no rules, he's like, hey, no, no rule. About a half hour after that, he says, hey, I want to go play air hockey downstairs. And I said, you know, I'll play air hockey with you. So we went down, just he and I, and we're playing air hockey, and we're having a good old time and laughing and joking, and I beat him a couple times, and then I let him beat me a couple times. And then the other boys came down and joined, and they got on the computer and started playing on my green screen with my, with my... So I started building a camaraderie with these kids. Uh, I became likable, even more likable than I already am, because I'm in my house, I wanted to create rules, we stepped aside from that. We're bonding with these children. So when I did implement a rule and only one rule, they followed it. There was a level of respect. Notice something else I said, and it's in my book. Talk to kids at eye level. When I gathered the boys up to have a discussion and create a rule, guess what happened? I sat there and I got down at their level and I talked to them eye to eye and implemented this rule. So there's a level of respect that happens there and there's a reason for that. And you'd have to get the book at www.bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Go get your free copy. All you have to do is pay shipping and handling. Uh, to read 40 lessons, that's just one of the lessons of talking to them at eye level. So let's move forward. Um, I was sharing with a couple of women the next day about how we had our first sleepover and how it went. And the immediate response from one of the women was, oh, how many times did you have to yell at those kids? Um, which I think is a sad statement. And I looked at her and I said, you know, I don't really yell at my own son. Uh, I communicate with him. So uh, there was no way I was going to yell at somebody else's children um, when I don't yell at my own son. All I did was communicate to these kids at their level and understand. So listen to what I just said there. She's like, you didn't have to yell at them once? I said, not once. And I explained to her what I just did and what I just explained to all of you. And her response was, well, how do you do that? And my immediate thought was, one, 
I've earned respect from my own son in my own home. Number two, because he respects me, the other kids learn to respect me. Then I earn their respect by not creating a rule when they ask me not to create a rule. I created respect and camaraderie and likability when I decided to play air hockey with his friend that was the third wheel out. I created more camaraderie when I got on my computer and started putting things up on the green screen behind them. I created more camaraderie when I created a boundary or a rule that was very simple and they were able to follow and I helped them follow that rule. And then I thought to myself, you know, it didn't all happen in one night. My son's been on this planet seven years and I've implemented a lot of these strategies for seven years and it's just a way of life for us. I've been practicing these things since he was out the womb. I practiced talking to him eye to eye when he was a day old, a week old, a month old, a year old, two years old. And I encourage all of you to do so. But it doesn't happen overnight. It didn't happen that night. It was something that I've developed over time within my own family, within my own parental repertoire. And it's something that tends to come a little bit more naturally because I've practiced it for seven years. Now, having said that, I encourage all of you to find out what it is, some of these tools, some of these trades that have earned that respect to get the results that I desire. Um, and all of those lessons, or many of those lessons, or at least the top 40 lessons that I feel are important, again, are in my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had. And you can get that free. I, You just pay the shipping and handling. And you can get that at be the dad you wish you had.com. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm excited about the next episode, and that will be about learning how to teach your kids to listen from a young age.